the year is 2023. All media and entertainment is controlled by the Corp House. They keep asking for more and more and more. But there's one thing they forgot. The power has never belonged to the Corp And I'm Jordan. I'm Doge. And look up at the stars and not down at your feet. Look how they shine. Try to make sense of what you see. (laughs) Try to make sense of what you see and wonder about what makes the universe exist. Be chunky, Stephen Hawking. Be chunky, Stephen Hawking. He's a huge fan. He loved it. And the sea will grant each man new hope as sleep brings dreams of chunk. Oh, I get it. It was bad. It felt so appropriate, though, because it's the hunt for red October. Yeah. We've got October coming up. It's going to be pretty red. We're underneath the surface of the ocean. Probably. Underneath the surface. Probably. (laughs) From the Beatles song, I thought it would be fun to all live in a submarine, but it's close quarters in here, if I'm being honest with you. Did you hear? Did did you know Hmm. they would, like, just smoke? They just smoke cigarettes in there. Just that's packs. unsurprising to me. Okay. The Beatles are just people in particular. People in submarines. Seems like, irresponsible. Like during war times. It's just where does that smoke go? The it fact doesn't. the fact it that doesn't. we were able to fly planes or make submarines just work in general is baffling to me. Because <laughs> I feel like the same time that those technologies were becoming possible was also the same time that everybody was like, yeah, do a little math. It'll keep you up when you fly. I think it'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was the same time that everybody was like, smoke, yeah. smoke up. It'll make you strong. <laughs> yep. Doctors are like, you're hysterical. How about some Valium? Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> this will help. It's just, it's just funny to me that we were making technological advances, but then you think about the fact that everybody was basically on speed and uppers all the time, and it's like, yeah, yeah. that's not surprising. That that's why I don't think submarines are real. Oh, talk. We're in one to this day. So talk through it. Have you have you ever seen mm, one? In the no, world? it's not real. Oh, yeah. When have you ever seen? I've only ever seen submarines in captivity. Never ever mm. seen a wild free roaming submarine. Have you ever seen me? Don't think they exist in a submarine in the same place. Interesting. <laughs> maybe I'm Interesting. Maybe I could, could be that I'm a submarine. They just kind maybe of like the little- crash the water like dolphins. <laughs> maybe every time <laughs> I impacts. swim, the little guys that are piloting my body like Meet Dave are I'm their submarine. Have y'all seen the video of these people that are on? It feels like a kayak. It is not a very big boat. 
And they're kind of, someone's taking a shot of just the ocean, like off of the bow. I don't know. And there's all these tiny fish that are just coming up out of the water. And oh, they're like, yeah. what the? And then this mouth of a blue whale. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like, why go out there? Like, why go out there? You know what I mean? I thought you were referencing, I thought you were referencing the kayak video where they're like, I think it goes down. He's like, it doesn't go down. He's like, I think it goes down. It doesn't go down. And then he stands up and looks and he's like, it do go down. And they're about to go over this little waterfall and this tiny little canoe kayak thing. Hey, what's the difference yeah, yeah, between a canoe and a kayak? Oh, I can answer this. Kayak, you sit lower your butts like actually under the surface of the water. Kayak is typically the guy you do with the double paddle as well. The, the Darth Maul paddle sure. instead of the Qui-Gon paddle. Yeah. Uh, canoe is deeper, but you sit up higher above the surface of the water. Your center of gravity is up higher above the water, so you go much slower, but you can also, uh, you do the single blade paddle usually with that guy. And it usually takes two people in a canoe. You could do two in a kayak or one in a kayak. Oh, geek check. Gotcha, idiot. Yep. Got me. You usually play your <laughs> trap card. I'm we'll fucking right into ooh. our trap. <laughs> well, actually, uh, I can actually shed, shed some light on the situation. Um, uh, Actually, if you would just study the aquadynamics of watercraft, you would know that it's quite easy to tell the difference between a canoe and a kayak. Uh, one of the boats is actually shaped more like a blade in order to cut through uh, hydrodynamically. Um, and the other boat is actually mostly powered by manpower and biceps. Mm. Gotcha, idiot. Uh, now, yeah, everyone, yeah, I... now everyone knows how stupid everyone knows. I am and how smart you are about boats. But I've been trying um, to successfully hide that for so long. I love Got him. Am- Amateur boatologist. I love this podcast completely unfettered to any uh, sort of format or uh, particular subject matter because uh, now I get to learn about boats. Yeah. See, we're an educational podcast. I don't think that would have been prevented regardless. It was It was going to come. Yeah, I probably would have found I probably would have found a way to talk about it. All roads lead to boats. That's what I've always said. <laughs> I have a game for us to play today. Okay. Before we, before we get too far away from the day Finally. that we finished yesterday, the day that we finished yesterday, more specifically the night that we finished yesterday, was, of course, famously described in song. It was the 21st night of September yesterday. That's right. It was also Thirsty um, Thursday. It was also Thirsty Thursday. We killed Wine Thirsty down Thursday Wednesday. was a ton of fun. Uh, we killed Wine Down Wednesday great. so that Thirsty Thursday could be born. And Thirsty Thursday was better than Wine Down Wednesday could have ever been. Um, yes. And uh, thank you to everybody who joined us, our our Discord rules. Yeah. Thanks, everybody, for coming out and celebrating. I know most of you had some Earth, Wind, and Fire-related celebrations to attend, and you chose to skip those and hang out with us. So we do appreciate it. Uh, Today, we're going to play Rank You Very Much. Uh, I have found a list of 100 songs with days of the week in the title. That is inspired by yesterday, which was, of course, the 21st day and subsequently night of September. Uh, there's a hundred songs on this list. I'm going to be honest with you. I haven't vetted this list. <laughs> it's from Spin Diddy though, which I know that I trust personally. Um, so I want you guys to, um, let's see. I want you guys to work together and see if you can get 10 uh, of the songs on this list. There's a hundred of them. We're going to see if you can get 10 of the ones that are in like the top, let's say top 25. Uh, okay. Manic Monday. So tell me again though, like, it's days of the week. It has to be days of the week. It can't be days like a of general, the week. Days of the week. It in can't the be like. What do you think? It can't be like yesterday by the Beatles. Good question. Uh, 
It says days of the week in the title. We can you can guess yesterday if you want. It's not a day of the week, Carter. <sighs> so I'll tell you, yesterday well, is not on this list. I happen to know that yesterday was a part of the week that I just experienced. So are I there call it a day. are there any songs on this list that do not contain the word Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, or Saturday? It is all days of the week okay. in the title. Yep. Uh, you want to do Manic Monday? Manic Monday. That, that came like so quick. I'm just going to let you initiate it then. Another Manic Monday. Yeah, that's a bing bing. That is number six on this list. Wow. Uh, Saturday in the Park. Is that the name of the song? Mm-hmm. Great. You feel comfortable with that? That's going to be a bong bong. It's on this list, but it's number 41. That's ridiculous. We're looking for hey, you still from got the it, top though, 25. Still it's on the list. That's ridiculous. But you're looking- is, how recent is this list? When was this published? When was this published? Let's see. June 5th, 2023. I'm just going to take a stab here. Jordan, how do you feel about Friday by Rebecca Black? Uh, that was going to be my next suggestion. If it's quality of song, there's no way it's above Saturday in the Park. Right. I don't know if it's success of the song either. It's interesting. Yeah. You know what's interesting? Friday is not on this list, but her follow-up song Saturday is ranked on this hey, list. Hey, guess Friday what? Turns out this list sucks. Mention. Yeah, I knew that was coming. That's Now that's your allotted one that you have to say every time we play this game. Act like you don't say Two it every strikes. time we play the game too. Act like it. Pretend. I'm a force of positivity and sunshine in this podcast. Right, that's my bad. I'm Dude, always the most positive and hopeful. Tis the season. Okay. Dude, football season. Jordan, what if Monday Night Football is on this list? Sure, baby. Let's go. We'll get three strikes. Like I don't, I don't want it to be This over. is about to be your, This is about time. to be your, Is the song called Monday Night Football? I am fully convinced that Maybe the not. the ability to play the game is completely influenced by the predictability and quality of the list. So if the list sucks and is unpredictable, there's no way we're going to do good anyway. So let's swing it Monday Night Football. Hey, it's from Spin Diddy, dude. Like who who else is out there on the front lines <laughs> reporting about titles of songs? No, it's going to be a strike. I'm not doing that. If if he doesn't see that on there. What's no? What's like I, I haven't looked days. at the list. I was just search. I was. I'm control effing on that. You didn't even vet the list. If it's called Monday Night Football, I told you that at the beginning of this game. I trust Spin Diddy implicitly. The top twenty five are pretty decent. Wait, before we do, I don't. I'm not ready to to take a risk and do Monday Night Football. What about Sunday Kind of Love? Yeah. There's 25 options. We're trying to nail 10. I don't feel like there's any reason to guess that anything's not there. A Sunday Kind of Love is an honorable mention. It is not ranked ah, on this list. I guess it's a it good thing neither of us locked it in, huh? Looks like you jumped the gun <laughs> okay, there, idiot. cool. You can have an extra guess. Take an extra guess. It's not an extra. It's a normal amount. Um, I'm only thinking of lyrics, unfortunately, and it's not titles of the song. Hmm. It doesn't like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, <laughs> Saturday, Saturday, Sunday. We gonna be the awesome in here party every day. <laughs> doesn't Katy Perry have a song called Last Last Friday Night? Last Friday Night. Last Friday Night. Is this a guess? We gonna lock it in? Lock it in. Lock it in. Lock it in. Yes. Bing, 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 Bing. That is number one. That's on this whoa. list. That's a tough. There's also there's also take it up with spin. What's the name of the what's the name of the Friday? I'm in love with you. Oh, that's the name of the song. Friday, I'm in love. Friday, I'm in love. That's gotta be that's gotta be there, dude. 
Cause Friday, I'm in love. <laughs> bing, 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 bing. That is number nine on this oh. list. <sighs> oh, man. Yeah, I'm doing lyrics too. Cause I was like, oh, Uptown Funk. But that's uh-huh. the name of the song. It's not. What about that song that's like, S-A-T-U-R-D-A-Y, night. Is it just called Saturday Night? <laughs> I don't know what that song is. You don't know that song? Uh-uh. Dude, they dance to it in Heavyweights in the cafeteria. I wonder if Saturday Night Live theme song is on there. Maybe not. <laughs> Bay City Rollers Saturday Night, I believe, is what I'm talking about. Yeah, it is. Saturday Night by the Bay City Rollers. I mean, if it's not there, this list is incomplete. You know what? I'm changing the terms of this game. I'm I'm reviewing this list and I'm probably going to send Spendidi an email after this because there's some <laughs> real obscure songs in here. I'm going to give you guys formerly a bing Spendaddy, bing. Formerly Spendaddy, formerly Puffskin. I'm going <laughs> to give you guys a bing bing on that one. It's number 53, but honestly, the fact that you're able to pull something off of this list is And we got impressive. number 41, by the way. Yeah, so if you're going to get 41. We only have two So strikes. we'll take a strike we, we away. We literally don't have three. Yeah. Um, we never had three. We have That means we have one strike. You have one strike. Three. Yep. If it's honorable mention, I'm not going to give it to you. But if it is numbered on this list of 100 songs, I'll give it to you. Okay. So you have one strike. There's got to be more Sundays out there, dude. There's got to be more Sundays out there. Wait, 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 wait. There's a there's a Maroon 5 song called Something with Sunday. I think. It's, she will be You're correct. That is a song. A Sunday day. morning. Is it called Sunday morning? That don't rain on Sunday morning. Yeah, something is that like what that. that is? Something like that, yeah. That song is called Sunday Morning. That's yes. on there. Yeah, lock it in. That's yeah. on there. Lock it in. Bing, bing, bing. That is number 11 yeah. on this list of 100 best songs with days of the week in the title. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah, I keep There's going to lyrics. so many country songs about a Friday. Um, there has to be, my guess is this, the day of the week with the least number of songs is Tuesday, just in history. Tuesday is going to be the day that it all comes back to you. Yeah, definitely. Why now? I'll tell you right now, there are 20 occurrences of the word Tuesday. Whoa. On this page. That is a disproportionate amount. Carter's reverse podcasting right now. Yeah, he's thinking. He's in, his, he's in think mode. He's facing What's away the from song? the microphone. It's, it's maybe just the lyrics, but it might not be the, t- I don't know, it might not be the title. But it's like uh, cruising on a Sunday afternoon. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-mm. Really? Hmm. I feel like there's a Tom Petty song for sure. Feels like a safe bet. That is, that is grooving on a Sunday afternoon. Yeah. Groove. Is that what That's you're talking the about? The title? Yeah. Grooving on a Sunday it's afternoon. Groovin'. The song's just yeah. called Grooving. Oh shit. Never mind. They they really missed out there. They could have who been. who is definitely writing day of the week songs? Like what kind of vibe is definitely hmm. writing? It's like day country of the song, week. man. I th- I do feel like there has to be a Friday night country song or like a Saturday country song. Yeah, Monday something about Monday morning. Yeah, Manic Monday was the only Monday song guess? that came to my brain. What is 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 our guess a random collection of words we're saying? <laughs> Something about Monday sun, morning. Something about Monday morning. I think he yeah. was. I think he was more talking about like the vibe of. Are the you song. sure you want to say that? No. Are you ne- sure? You neither of us are sure we no. want to say that. I, I thought you were leading us on. Yeah. No. 
That was never a guess. Heavens no. Heavens no. Carter was basically saying, I'm pretty sure there's a song about Monday morning. And you're like, pretty sure there's a song about Monday morning? Is that the name of the song that you want to go with? Um, what kind of what kind of energy would people bring to a song about a Tuesday? He said, "There's 20 instances of the word Tuesday. <laughs> there's 20 instances. Give me a good idea for a Tuesday song. Uh, there's a there's a there's a, a shop, a boutique, a store, something called Tuesday Morning. What if we just took a random shot at something and be like, just another Tuesday? Lock it in. Yeah, it feels like there's like definitely a song <laughs> called Just a Day of the Week. We know this. Yeah." Just Friday, Tuesday, Taco Tuesday. I'm going to be interested to hear at least this top 10 here. Um, It'll make you mad. It's friendship ended with Spin Diddy, mm. TBH. I've never even heard of Spin Diddy. Oh, dude, are you serious? <laughs> it's my go-to site when I want to know I pick up how all many my songs, songs have days of the week in the title. Because <laughs> like… Maybe, Jordan, if you go through the week and do like Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, maybe the country stuff will come out a little bit Sunday, more. Sunday, mm-hmm. Monday. Hear somebody Tuesday, say like, Sunday. Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Wednesday Friday. Thursday, Friday. Friday. Saturday. How you ready Saturday. for the football? Monday night party. It's, it's a shame that theme songs aren't in here. I'm going to need a guess, guys. Monday night football. Monday lock night football. In. Lock it in. Bong, bong. Interesting. You got. There's got to be a song called like "Woman Crush Wednesday" or "Man Crush Monday." Oh, Sunday Bloody Sunday. Yeah, that's for sure. There, Sunday Bloody Sunday. Bing, 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 Bing. What number, bro? Uh, sixty-three. <laughs> what? Do you guys ever uh, just remember how he won hard a Nobel Peace Prize and he's number sixty-three on Spin Diddy's "Crush" by David Archuleta? Spanks. <laughs> that's a good song. Do you ever just like reflect crush? Uh, David Archer, the, oh, do you yeah. ever think when you're all alone, living at me, everything you know, am I crazy or falling yeah. in love? Oh man, it just bangs that song. I just heard the news today. <laughs> Make it go away. <laughs> I turned it like gad a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, vaguely. <laughs> Vaguely. How many How do we have? We sing this song. Four or something? No, it's more. it has to be more than that. I don't know. I haven't been keeping track. We're just going this until you strike out. sucks. <laughs> I think it's called… I believe there's a good one out there called… Friday Night Fun Town. <laughs> 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 no. Uh, the Friday Night Lights. I'm trying to like… I'm yeah, no. I You know what's going to be funny? It's like there's going to be some like Johnny Cash <laughs> or some Ray Charles song. Easy like Sunday morning, dude. We've already said that. No. No, we haven't. You have not. Easy like Sunday morning. Come on now. Yeah. Do it. Lock it in. Let us know. Lock it in. You can lock it in? Yeah. That is the final bong Good. bong Thank God. of this game. I can't believe that's not on this list. Do you guys want to hear the top 10 yeah. best songs with Days of the Week in the title yeah. and then get really mad and have like a weird energy for the rest of this episode? Yep. Number one, Last Friday Night, TGIF by Katy Perry. Number two, song. Ruby Tuesday by the Rolling Stones. Number three, Wednesday Morning, 3 a.m., Simon and Garfunkel. Number four, Friday I'll Be Over You, Allison Irahita. Number five, Tuesday's Gone, Leonard Skinnerd. Number six, Manic Monday, The Bangles. 
Number seven, Thank God It's Friday by Love and Kisses, which I've never heard of. Number eight, Call It Stormy Monday, But Tuesday is Just as Bad by T-Bone Walker. Number nine, Friday I'm in Love, The Cure. And number 10, Thursday's Child, David Bowie. Here's the thing. I have no problem with like half of those songs being on this list, but the 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 inscrutability the of Katy Perry's TGIF being first place and then two through 10 being like classic hits. And then, I don't know, it's so random. Something I was afraid of too is you all, you have to look at like the album cover. Yeah. You have to look at the song list, obviously, like to know the title of the song. But I was wondering if there was going to be a handful of songs that it doesn't even mention the day in the actual song. It's just the title of the song. Hmm. Um, that's a tough one. Man. That's a really tough one. Thank you very much. Or maybe Beethoven? Was, was there anything no. in there? No, there was not. My, my favorite version of TGIF no, I don't think they was had always Mozart. yet by then. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? With how hard that list was, it does kind of make it even better when you get one. It just feels like yeah. you're taking a completely random shot. Y'all did, like a, eyes closed, y'all did honestly a great court job. shot. Thanks, Doge. We changed the rules twice, but yes, I feel accomplished. Hey, it's okay. It's okay. We're changing that twice. Game. Go ahead. No, I was just saying because I want you guys to do well and feel good about yourselves. Appreciate that. Success. I think sometimes when I'm low, like I am right now, mm. um, when I think things of like, why life so hard? <laughs> that's when I wish I had a curated, cultivated corner. Yeah. Created only for me. To help answer some of Google's hardest questions. Sponsored by Infinity FC Dallas. The only professional rec league soccer team in the Metroplex. Let's play. Asakona. Asakona. If you haven't heard us play Asakona before, (laughs) we uh, play a little fun Google game where they someone says a question word and somebody else says a letter. So it'll be like, why M? And then one of the first things that comes up in Google's intuitive search algorithm, uh, we'll answer that question by building a corner of people that we feel like could answer it best. We answered the question using Dave Matthews. The last time we played this, the question had something to do with poop. Poop. It says, for what purpose use a colon? Yeah, for what purpose use a colon? We it was Dave, Dave Matthews, Matthews of the Dave Matthews Band. It was one of, the, very one of the brothers, Jonas, who pooped their mm. pants on stage. Mm. Somebody else. Can't remember the other. Probably me. Um, uh, who's going to give us that, that question word here to start? It's who. Jordan, give us the question It's word. who. Doge? Did you just scratch your mouth in your microphone? Yeah, that was tough. Oh, I didn't think about how it makes noise. <laughs> it do. Uh, it do. That's how actually most of the noise comes from us to people. to me. Dude. It's from these, these little microphone guys. It's my bad, y'all. My bad. <laughs> a little itch there. I think. <laughs> I won't do it anymore. I use it to push uh, up my glasses in celebration, a lot. in celebration of last week's talk like a pirate day, we're gonna go with the letter R. Who are? <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay, we've got. It's gonna two be questions. something something really fun. Like who really won the twenty twenty election? <laughs> Yikes! That elections are part of this. Yes. Cool. Uh, I'm gonna have you all choose between some two very interesting and very different questions. Okay. The very first one is who represents me. Wow. And then another one here that was very interesting was who replaced Judas? 
Like in the Which squad? Is that what they mean? Like, <laughs> they were like, got to round it back out. <laughs> yeah. It's like, well, we can't, we can't be the dirty dozen anymore if we don't have a dozen. Yeah, we got to make sure the squad um, rolls deep. Who represents me or who replaced Judas? Let's do who represents me. I like who represents me. Who's in our corner to help answer to help that question? If, someone's, if someone question. is like sitting, looking out a rainy window, pondering life's biggest mm-hmm. questions, who says, who represents me? Who represents me? If we were me? to have like a like three people pop up behind them. Answer the question. Mm-hmm. We can help them answer this question. They'll know for sure. Feel good about it. Who represents me? Hmm. And there has to be a uh, day of the week in each answer. <laughs> Jeff, Jeff Wednesday Bridges then, I think, for the first one. Because I think you can be represented in the digital realm by like a digital avatar. And I think his experience with Tron would help him mm. let us know mm-hmm. who represents me in the V space. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's good. I think that's good. Brilliant. He's He's that's got good, experience Jeff. with… Um, One of my favorite people. Circuits and bandwidth yeah. and such. I think that would be really great. Um, he he what is are, the dude. Have you ever seen yes. him in interviews? Oh, no. That's just him. Yeah. He's Lebowski. Mm, I yeah. love that. I love him, dude. It's amazing. Yes. I'm going to go… I'm going to go… I think a good, a, a good person for this question is Jesse Eisenberg. Uh, I think his time playing Mark Zuckerberg… Um, probably mm. prepared him to answer um, like what's most important to me, which is like like okay. how I'm represented online, um, making sure you have like a strong okay. online presence because um, that's where yeah. life is now is the internet. It's online. Yeah. Oh, we've left we've left atoms and molecules behind. We're ones and zeros it's now, bi- baby. It's bits, bites, and boops. I think I now. Boops, bits, and bites. Um, I think that actually the final person, and this is, we can talk about this. Mm. I think the final person that would re- that would tell me who really represents me, I think we should get, and I'm in between either Suzanne Collins or Jennifer Lawrence because I think they would just be able to be like, it doesn't matter. Every day. It's me. I represent you. I rep- I volunteer to represent you. I'm going to go with Jennifer Lawrence here uh, for two reasons. Okay. That's fair. One. Um, Alliteration for one, yeah? Yeah. Jeff, Jesse, Jen. I think that's very powerful. And number two, yeah. um, I think that Suzanne Collins is great to represent me politically, but who, who, who's going to represent me when it's time to go to war? I want somebody who's going to step in and go on my back. Suzanne Collins represents you politically? Not me personally. Isn't Suzanne Collins the author of The Hunger Games? Who am I thinking of? Oh, are you thinking of the president of America, President Suzanne Collins? Mm-hmm. Different Suzanne Collins. <laughs> oh, that's probably it's what it was. It's easy to get them mixed up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I just Googled Suzanne Collins, but not that one. And nothing came up. Hold so on. I don't this know, is man. deeply embarrassing. <laughs> well, first of all, this is, now's a great opportunity to address uh, this other… This other accident, a few weeks ago, I uh, insinuated by saying it outright that uh, Nicki Minaj <laughs> gave us the song WAP. And it, uh, it, it, as soon as we oh. ended the recording, I knew, in fact, that it was Cardi B. And, uh, and WAP and her, dude. Uh, mm. 
Megan D. Stallion. Um, so I, I apologize for for that misdirect. Um, and now I've done it again. There, dude. There's no point in even continuing what I was going to say. There, there is. I'm trying to figure out who you who you could have been, buddy. I'm just going to look up Collins politics. Susan Collins. I think that's who I meant. Is that who you think? I of? believe so. Search Google for Susan Collins, a United States senator. That's for Maine. <laughs> no, that's, that's gotta be. Yeah. This isn't. This who isn't also even, wrote the Hunger Games. This isn't even who I meant. There's <laughs> Suzanne Collins is Senator Collins' pen name. I don't know. I can't think of who I meant, but it wasn't this lady either. I understand. Maine, also known as District Nine. I hate myself. Oh gosh. I hate myself. So we have, I was talking about somebody completely <laughs> so different. So the actual name is Suzanne Collins. Well, it doesn't matter because we've got Jess, Jen, and Jeff are going to yep. be representing us to let us know who represents me. You know what? Which Suzanne is interesting Collins because for each president. Of those, yeah. That's what that's I say. Fine. That's what I say. Sure. I think the last time a celebrity was the president, it went really good for everybody. So let's just do it again. So out of mm. out of all the others we could choose, we're going to put Reagan? forth our considerable weight behind Suzanne Collins. <laughs> That's my official we endorsement. Got you, Sue. That's my official endorsement. Do you think if we Sue do you think if nice. if we all write her in that she'll win? Yeah. I think it only takes yeah. three or four. Every vote every I vote counts. Four, yeah, I bet only two other people are voting. So as long as we're <laughs> we, as long as we build an alliance, we'll be the final three. Yeah. That's great. Opinion. Let's take it to the end of the election. Yeah, I the think three of us. I think between um, the three of us, we could definitely beat somebody in fire. So that'll be that'll be huge. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Um, I think when you look back on it, you can clearly see that that's a corner. That's a corner. Let's go to shout announcements, please. So we're here in shout announcements. I don't really know if the Chunkies know as well as, well, I know they don't know as well as we do how submarines work, Doge. Mm. Uh, yeah, but I mean, they're right not submarineologists, obviously. Yeah, no, surely not. Jordan now they outside, know about boats uh, and kayaks, though. Canoes and kayaks, they are experts 100%. on that. So we can't pull any canoe kayak-related wool over no, there. No, 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 that's not getting by them. They know too much. Uh, they're very educated on that. He's outside uh, of the sub right now, uh, windexing the windows a little bit while it's mm-hmm. submerged. That's the big surprise here. I know a lot of you probably thought we would need to be a, a touch on the surface there, but windows are really important in a sub because how else are you going to see? Like, there's like no machines that yeah. can read that kind of thing. Um, <laughs> but you know, we're in this submarine because we're heading to uh, international waters. We're actually in them right now, and we have. A lot of options here. We're floating. We're bebopping. This thing moves pretty fast. I'm seeing some some of the coast of France. I'm seeing a touch of Korea, perhaps some India, maybe a bit of Japan. <laughs> We're moving extremely um, fast, very fast. As I look out the window, and Jordan's There's holding just on, kind of a, cleaning them. A Thanks for pink mist in front of us from all the fish that we are smashing into at full speed. <laughs> just absolutely destroyed. Uh, <laughs> we have Chunktober on the horizon, and it's going to be some foreign films. Emphasis on the four. This is the fourth time we've done Chunktober, one of our favorite crazy. series. Uh, really, I, I'm not doing horror year-round, but I do get very excited for watching horror movies to talk about on this podcast. So the way that these, we're still going to be the Shadowcast. 
It just means half of the shadow cast now will be some of that old flavor, that old familiar mm-hmm. um, that we've had for the other 300 episodes uh, of this <laughs> podcast. But we've got 10 foreign films, uh, foreign horror films for you to choose from, from eight different countries. Uh, go give those a look. Here in the latter half of the pod, uh, I'm going to do a bit of a synopsis and we'll play some games to explain some of what these movies are about because they have all those ominous titles like things with devil and raw and backbone. So you can kind of tell it's a horror movie from the jump. It's powerful, but scary we'll kind of let words. You know, yeah, we'll let you know what it's about. But Chunktober starts next week. That's all we got for you. Back to the show. Back to the show. First loves, first loves is the first thing that you loved, love, love. <laughs> Welcome to First Loves. This is a segment where we go over the first thing we loved in a particular medium, genre, or format. Uh, today, uh, I want, I'm, I'm dipping my toes back into video games. I haven't played a video game for real since, uh, I mean, I played a little Hades, but I haven't like gotten stoked about anything since... Uh, the Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. So I'm I'm playing Lies of P right now, and it made me wonder, what were your first loves oh, of so video funny, games? It really is Pinocchio. Yeah, that's not a bit. It really is a game about Pinocchio. <laughs> uh, first love was like the first video game I ever played. Oh. And I... Love at first sight. We were over... We were living in this little West Texas town, and we were over at some friend's house, and the kids at this house, who were my friends, were like quite a bit older than me. I think they were in high school and I might have Whoa. been eight, eight years Whoa. old. And you got to hang out with them? Yeah. They're big kids, yeah, dude. Basically. Pretty much big kids. So. Wow. Did dude. they cuss sometimes? Uh, on a side table in the living room of this house was this gray brick <laughs> mm-hmm. that I had heard of but had not seen before. And it was a Game Boy. And it was very simple. It was Tetris. And I just played Tetris on that big... I think first generation Game Boy, yeah, that massive cinder block, uh, huge, 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 and was just baffled. Later, uh, the girl, I think it was Kristen, Kristen Duncan, she was a babysitter of mine, part of the rotation, and they also had a Super Nintendo. Mm. And so this house was just like eye opening on all fronts. Played Mario Kart for the first time. Wow, Mario, the very first. Ooh. Super Mario Kart. Yeah. Um, yeah, and was just blown away. Completely blown away. The first video game I ever owned, it's funny you mentioned Mario Kart, was not Mario Kart. But it is it's funny Walt that you mentioned Disney it, World. <laughs> it, is, it was Walt Disney World Extreme Racing Tour, World Racing Tour, or whatever. It's like the Wait, Disney. I know this. Yeah, yeah, like the Disney Mario Kart clone. My parents got that for me. I, b- I believe I inherited my uncle's PlayStation 1. Uh, he was like, I don't want this anymore. You can have this. And I was like, honestly, what a score. Uh, and yeah. so I was like, I mean, I was probably like five or six uh, and had the Disney racing game. We had just like, I had just gone to Disney World for the first time, like maybe a year before. Uh, and that was like I would do the whole the little kid thing of like where you're you're playing, and it was before there were the analog sticks on the controller. It was just the regular like yeah. uh, the OG PS One controller, mm-hmm. and I would uh, do the little kid thing where you're like driving your your cart in the game and just leaning 
crazy instead of like actually turning the cart. Like I would, I would mm-hmm. move laterally across the room in front of my TV, trying to get the little guys to do what I wanted them to do. <laughs> <laughs> That's so fun. It's pretty fantastic. Mine was uh, the Legend of Zelda: Ocarina of Time on the Nintendo sixty four. The way that anybody who's listened to more than one second of our podcast could have bullseye yeah. that that's what you were going to say. Yeah. I uh, I rented it at Blockbuster because there was a sword on the like cover art. Good reason to pick something. And I had never heard of Zelda. Didn't you know? I had no Sherpa. I was alone. Just you know, let, let me give this a try. Rented it, and uh, I'm 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 devastatingly certain I've shared this on the podcast before, but that's okay. Uh, rented it, brought it home, uh, had it for a week, never left Kokiri Forest because I couldn't find the sword. <laughs> Just ran around like doing my thing, talking to people, jumping off of stuff, uh, fell in love with it, rented it for a second week in a row, like just kept it and re-rented it and uh, got through uh, the, the the great Deku Tree Temple and really loved the game. And I asked to rent it again for a third week. And my parents were like, no, no, let's not do it for a third week. And then like two days later, after, uh, I think it was after school, my parents uh, were like, hey, come in here. We decided to get you a present for being such a good big brother. My little brother had just been born. They're like, we decided to get you a present for being such a good big brother. And they bought me The Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time. And I ran off and played it. And I, I realized as I got older that it was not a present for being a good big brother, but was instead a way to keep me hostage in my room and not bother them. <laughs> like, listen, we got an extra kid now. We need some, we need to outsource one of these kids. We gotta distract the loud oh, one. Let's distract the loud one. big boy. Yeah. Aww. They're like, you're such a good <laughs> big a brother. Kennel. Did you have a memory card yet? Or did you have to start you over? You didn't need one on the Nintendo 64. The cartridges held the save did files. You yeah, you got, you had to get like a memory extender for a certain But games. you got a new cartridge. So you had to start over. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. When I got my own new cartridge, I had to start the game yeah. from scratch. But you yeah. had to start yeah. over. Yeah. But as I yep. said before, I had I had barely made it into the game hardly. You at were all like 40 them. minutes yeah. in after playing for two yeah. weeks. So you're fine. <laughs> I didn't I didn't really uh, the yeah. only game yeah. I had ever really played before that was an Avengers game on my cousin's Super Nintendo and then uh Super Mario 64. That was pretty much the only games yeah. I ever touched before. Yeah. Did you guys have a game or a movie that you just like rented over and over and over and over and over and over and over again as kids? Uh, we rented Shrek a lot. Oh, to man. The, to the what point where you're kind of like a blockbuster sucker, where it's like, I should have just bought this. I've paid blockbuster twice oh. the MSRP of this movie. There was a video game called Vigilante 8 that was these cars that you could get power-ups and you're trying to like destroy the opposition. I remember there was this big, it was, you know, the classic thing of like, if you're playing a sports game, I mean, it happens in Mario Kart that it tells you like, hey, this is heavier, so it's good at turns. This is faster. This has a better arsenal or whatever. You could get this nasty school bus driver and his perk was just this exhaust pipe that if you just held down Z, it would just fart black smoke. And you can't get in the smoke. Like if you end up in the smoke, you're just gonna slowly die. Like your your health bar is just going down. So you have to try and avoid that. But I played the heck out of Vigilante Eight. Eventually bought it. Yeah, rented it a ton. It's a fun game. I think it would still be fun. I need to try. I can tell it. you all of the special moves. There was That's this amazing. little Pinto that this dude was still stuck in the '70s, 
And the special would be like, there's this like suitcase at the back of his car that would open up and this like disco ball would come up over him and it would just like shoot people just shoot bell oh bottoms at them I'm amazing hey did you know that there's not seven shoot other vigilantes cat. before vigilante 8 vigilante 8 is the first one yeah it's just them dude that's them that's the that's amazing there's not like with three ninjas you know there's not like two ninjas before that sure they were just that's three. fair that's fair there is a vigilante there's not 46 too. ronin prior to 47 ronin I can't yeah he, 47 here's the thing ronin. do I remember, I vividly remember having like the lowest bar ever for what a fun video game could be as a kid and just like <laughs> being pretty much cool with whatever I got for the most part. Just yeah. any video game yeah. is a good video game. And there are two games that I remember that I think would still be fun to play today, but I'm not exceptionally positive that they would be super fun to play today. <laughs> There's a game called Glover. That was a platformer where you play as a liter- an actual glove, like an empty handless glove that runs around on the two middle fingers and uses its outside, the pinky and the pointer for like hands. But you were a wizard's glove that had fallen off. So you had like magic powers. And basically it was like a puzzle platformer where you had to get your ball from point A Dude, to point B. Dude, you can B. get it on Steam. Wait, really? It's 20 bucks on Steam. I'm going to have to do that. Do well, it. Well, well. Well, well, well. Um, and then I'm gonna have to look up. I'm gonna have to look up the name of this other game real quick. Um, oh, oh my goodness gracious! Okay, I remember Glover being fun but hard. But I also remember that the the menu sounds that you like input in the menu made fart noises, and I uh-huh. laughed a lot about that as a kid. Yeah, um, tracks. But man, there was this era where video games, they didn't have enough money to make assets for everything. And like the worlds were all kind of small, but like had like pasted on skyboxes and stuff. So everything just had this sort of like surreal, creepy feeling in video games for a while, especially lower budget video games that couldn't afford to flesh out their worlds. Glover was one of those that always felt a little on the creepy side and it's like empty open world. Kind of like how like the castle in Mario 64 sometimes feels a little like, yeah, haunting. Um, but the other yep. game is a game called Rocket Robot on Wheels, and <laughs> dude, it is the strangest. Like you're a one-legged unicycle robot, and I really only okay. remember one level, and it was like a carnival or like a an amusement park dude. where you could like go around on all these like roller coasters and and different things and. Anyway, I just remember I rented both of those games quite a bit. Ended up buying Glover, not Rocket. Um, and then the other game that I rented a lot was a game called Buck Bumble. And it's basically like Star Fox. What? But instead of… But a bumblebee? Yeah, and, but, and there's no shit. Cool. You're like flying Fun. around. You're like a bumblebee with like a helmet and guns for arms. And you fly around cool. like a Star Fox yeah. game and shoot other <laughs> bugs. And it had this theme song and I still kind of remember it because it was like trying to be funky it was very much like the DK rap type thing yeah it was like it was like bum to the boom to the bum to the bass bum to the boom buck bumble and it was like I was as a kid I was like "Mm, let's go (laughs) let's go get it buck bumble dude buck bumble man (laughs) I just had a visceral moment of nostalgia and I might have mentioned it on this podcast before but Kevin Sorbo, who was in uh-huh. Hercules, The Legendary Journeys in the mid-90s, 
There was a video game on the N64 that came out in 2000 that was called the same thing, Hercules, The Legendary Journeys. And I remember this was the first video game outside of the Aladdin video game that was really frustrating. That was like, I can't, I can't do well yeah. at all. And I remember carrying around this big rock and I knew I had to do something with this boulder. It was using up my energy. But what I, I always had the radio on, like our local radio station. It was on Power 103.7, and they were spamming the hell out of playing Lifehouses Hanging on a Moment. Yep. And I can only think of my bit like, hanging on a moment. And I'm just like running around like… <laughs> <laughs> with my hand up trying to find out where this boulder goes. <laughs> I read an… I think Lifehouse wrote that song for that situation. So too. Like and I looked it up and it came out in 2000, that song. Yep. So it was, it was definitely a 2000. I know that song starts with a cello, but in my head, it will always be a didgeridoo. <laughs> I don't know why, but every time I think about the beginning of that song, is <laughs> Every time. This is… I don't know why. I, Survivor. I read that… Yeah. I, I read that… Uh, there's a conspiracy that those old like movie tie-in games were in, made intentionally super difficult to discourage renting and encourage buying because you could never beat it mm. in one rental period because it was too hard. I believe that. That's interesting. I believe that. Like that would make people sense. say that's why the old Lion King like uh, dude Sega that game, game is so hard. Was it Genesis? That game is the just so can't wait hard. to be king. Yeah. Level. Yep. When you got to yep. launch off of everybody. Yep. I, I've read no. that those games were in, made intentionally difficult so that you felt like you had to buy it to beat it and you couldn't beat it in one like rental period. Isn't that wild? No. I believe it. I subscribe I to that. I miss Blockbuster, dude. I was just talking about Blockbuster the other day. That was the last night last on night? Thursday, Thursday. Oh, was it really? That's yeah. funny. Yeah. yeah, dude. I miss Blockbuster so much. I miss the confidence of walking in there with like a, a really solid report card and just being like, ah, my money's no good here. Yeah. Let me show you what I've got. Here in this I'll take that envelope. free rental, thank you. Yep, dude. I remember this is this is this has nothing to do with anything important, but that's our podcast. I Welcome. I remember they would sell. Do you remember the popcorn buckets where it was like you put the whole mm -hmm. bucket in the microwave, yes. dude? The times yeah. where you'd go in and buy like sour punch straws, a popcorn bucket, and then you know get you a rental of National Treasure too. <laughs> Book of Secrets. Sometimes they'd have that like gift package that had yeah candy and popcorn oh, yeah. and all together. Yeah. Do you think GameFly GameFly is still out here doing it? Right? Are Do they? you think you could get that same feeling from GameFly? No. It's brick and mortar is the magic. Yeah. GameStop. Definitely not. No, not the same. No. No. That just feels not like work same. for Jordan. Yeah. yeah sorry, Jordan. Yeah. Ten years gone. Uh, speaking of work, horror horror movies. <laughs> um, Chunktober yep. was announced uh, again during our shout announcements. We're doing Chunktober foreign. Are we calling it foreign horror? What are we saying? Just just do we have the name name of it? Foreign film. Foreign. Foreign. It's foreign movies. Somebody help me. Okay, foreign movies. Uh, and there's going like to be. We have a list here. We've got a curated list. 10 movies from around the world. These are not influenced by, these are not considered struck media because most, if not all of the participants, uh, the people who help produce these films 
are not in Screen Actors Guild. And so we've got 10 different movies from eight different countries. There's going to be a handful that we've heard of, but there's some that we haven't. And so I want us to focus on those. But I will say the list in its entirety today as we start to wrap up this shadow cast. Ones that I'm certain that people have heard of are The Babadook. That's actually from Australia. I didn't know mm-hmm. that. It's an Australian The Babadook? Oh no. Oh no, The Babadook. Oh no, here comes The Babadook, Bluey. Oh, I no. have not seen it before. Arr, I Arr, Arr, Arr. Is that how Australians <laughs> scream? Arr. The Babadook. And you'll get to vote on five of these ten. Uh, Ringu, you might not have known that you've heard of this, Chunkies, but this is the Japanese original that became the drummer for the Beatles. The Ring. Ringu Star. Mm-hmm. Ringu. Yep. Ringu Star. Ringar. Arnar. Arnar. Ringu. Ringu Star. <laughs> Outside of that. <laughs> what was that? Ringu Star. <laughs> Ringo, you turned into one of those ow, 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 yep. at the very end. Yeah, I love those. <laughs> um, the tiny one, the little bitty one. <laughs> That's the most exhausting impersonation in my repertoire. So Sweden made a movie called "Let the Right One In." This movie would be remade and Americanized in a movie called "Let Me In." Mm-hmm. But here's what I want to do. For Let the Right One In, the movie that's going to be one of those uh, that we can select for Chunktober forever, I want you guys to do synopsis on this one. 2008 Swedish drama fantasy horror romance film. Well, I love synopsis. I actually kind of know what synopsis. this movie's about. So I, I think good. That's I don't. That's I don't. So we have a 50% yeah. chance. That you start since you know when what it's about. Someone knows and someone doesn't. <clears throat> well, I mean, it's synopsis. So how helpful is it really going to be? But okay, also yeah, it goes back I'll and start. forth. They each have their, they each have a word that they bounce back and forth to trying to create a synopsis that is as close as possible to the synopsis on IMDb. Go. When a oh, I gotta write this down. Person. Sure. <clears throat> meets. Those just doesn't want to be wrong. What do you say? Meets. A young other person they form a unlikely bond. (laughs) With a yeah synopsis knowing anything about the movie is almost completely unhelpful in synopsis <laughs> when a person meets another a young other person we got, we're with a with yeah. a they form an unlikely bond unlikely with bond a bond with a there's no coming back from that a <laughs> that a just completely <laughs> screwed the end of the sentence <laughs> Uh, with a, with a, a, okay, la- final word, chother. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is Australian too? With a chother? With a chother? 
My phone keeps wanting that word to be tchotchke so bad with the way that I chose to spell it. When a person meets a young other person, they form an unlikely bond with each other. (laughs) 2008. Let the right one in. Oscar, an overlooked and bullied boy, finds love and revenge through Eli, a beautiful but peculiar girl. Cool. Sweden's let the right one. Sounds like they form an unlikely bond with each other. (laughs) We weren't wrong. I'll say that. We weren't wrong. From Spain, we have a movie called Veronica. It is 2017 horror in Madrid in 1991. Teen girl finds herself besieged by an evil supernatural force after she played Ouija with two classmates. Classic she played Ouija Waluigi board. She, she played Ouija's she mansion. Played, Shouldn't have played Ouija's oh, mansion, dude. Shouldn't have played it, dude. Tumbad is from India. I'll read this one to you. This is 2018 Flick. A mythological story about a goddess who created the entire universe. The plot revolves around the consequences when humans build a temple for her firstborn. Drama fantasy Horror thriller. Horror thriller. Extremely in on that premise, TBH. Dude, it's there for you, my friend. Raw is from France. We're going to synopsis this one. Hmm. 2016 movie called Raw. I kind of know what this one's about. So Jordan, I will feel your pain on this one. Yes. You start. Some people who usually don't eat some people (laughs) now start to eat some, this is one word, people meat. Hold on. Hold on. Yucky. Period. (laughs) That's the second sentence. People meat, period. Yucky, exclamation point. Some people who usually don't eat some people now start to eat some people meat. Yucky! <laughs> 2016's I feel good about that. Raw out of France. A young woman studying to be a vet develops a craving for human flesh. Tale as old as time. Tale as old as time. People eating people meat. <laughs> Yucky. The final synopsis us will be a movie called The Orphanage. This is not Del Gorbo. My good friend Doge, this is not Del Gorbo. Another one out of Spain called The Orphanage, 2007. El Orfanato. Dude, it is 100% Guillermo del Toro. Doesn't sound like it. Where? Not the director, not the writer. Did Guillermo del Toro make The Orphanage? Oh, he helped produce it. He produced it. He's a producer. So, no, is the answer. Yeah, definitely. Let's erase his contributions to it. Wow. As a group of people. We've had a whole conversation about don't go watch Jordan Peele produced movies. Yeah, that's fair. It's not really Jordan Peele. That's fair. That's fair. Synops us, the orphanage. These begin. These orphans don't... Have parents, but 
they do got problems. Uh, colon left parentheses. <laughs> End. End. That's it. Yeah, that's material. the whole thing. Done. Colon left parentheses end? No, not the word end. That's that was the end. Colon left parentheses is the last oh. thing. Oh <laughs> that's I just sent it in the meeting now. chat. That's a colon left parentheses. Yeah, I see it now. This is a sad thing. Oh, I was thinking slash that These whole time. orphans. That's why I was like. <laughs> yeah. These orphans don't have parents, but they do got problems. Colon left parentheses. Wah. Wah. How do you pronounce that face? A woman brings her family back to her childhood home, which used to be an orphanage for handicapped children. Before long, her son starts to communicate with an invisible new friend. That's spooky. What a blast that one. Wow, that seems fun. I hope everyone votes for that one. (laughs) Put that Mm. thumb on that scale. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We also have... Uh, an actual Diego Del Grobo flick called The Devil's Backbone. I'm not going to require any more uh, synopsising. 2001, this was one of his first movies. The Devil's Backbone by Diego Del Grobo. For those that haven't listened to the podcast, that's Guillermo del Toro. After Carlos, a 12-year-old whose father has died in the Spanish Civil War, arrives at an ominous boy's orphanage. We're back again. There you go, Doge. Mm-hmm. He discovers the school is haunted and has many dark secrets, which he must undercover. Undercover? Uncover. Uncover. They spelt it wrong in IMDb. That's crazy. Can't believe they would do that. And then we have, this is actually a movie that we found out that um, Jordan's brother-in-law, it's like his favorite movie ever. Yeah, that's crazy. So not to like propagandize here, but maybe vote for this one. Out of Korea, The Wailing. Soon after a stranger arrives in a little village, a mysterious sickness starts spreading. A policeman, drawn into the incident, is forced to solve the mystery in order to save his daughter. The Wailing. There's no whales in it? Uh, I'm not going to spoil anything for you. So. Seems like you could have picked a different name if there's no whales in it. The Wailing would be a good name Apparently. for Moby Dick, huh? That would be a great name for, for Moby Dick. Moby what? Moby Beck. Yep. Moby Beck. <laughs> Finally, I saw The Devil, another movie out of Korea. That was the synopsis. Another movie out of Korea. <laughs> I saw The Devil, a secret agent exacts revenge on a serial killer through a series of captures and releases. Wow. Huh. Those are our movies. Ringu is like the ring, if you haven't seen that. Babadook is just, you know, your classic. Boogeyman type vibe. So give those Boogie a look. Man. Do some research before you vote. But I think we're going to be good with any five of those movies. We're going to have. I'm a whole extremely excited about this. Of horror movies. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. Very excited for that. Uh, we have run out of time for the scientific stuff scale because we were just so chock a block full of good content today. So what I'm going to need to end today's episode is your name and your go-to pop princess power anthem. Define define your terms. Define the pop princess for me. It's a pop princess? How do you not know what this is? What are you specifically looking for? I'm looking for your go-to pop princess power anthem. Okay. The, the, your, your empowering power anthem song from a pop princess. 
I have a playlist on Spotify called Power that I made. So let me just search that guy real quick. For two chunks and a hunk, my name's Jordan Wonders, and it is going to be cut to the feeling by Carly Rae Jepsen. Oh my God. It never fails. Yeah. It never doesn't hit. It's always powerful. It's the best. I'm Doge, and unfortunately, we have double Carly Rae representation here in this list. Excellent. It's going to be Emotion by mm, Carly Rae Jepsen for me. It's a great song. Uh, initially, Queens came to mind. I would not call Celine Dion a pop princess. So I'm right, not sure. do that, but I love you, right. Celine. I love you, Celine. She's ascended. She's fully ascended to the throne. She's no longer waiting in the fully wings. Ascended. I'm Carter. Ariana Grande's Be All Right. Is that the one that's like, we're going to be all right? Nope, no, that's Kendrick but Lamar. I mean, yes, it's those exact no, I love. No, I love that Ariana but Grande song. Is such a bop. Such a bop on a bad day. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Love that. A song that just turns the whole day around. Like live, like live in La Vida Loca. Mine is Crush. By- <laughs> Dude. <laughs> David Archuleta. <laughs> I'm about to listen to that song full blast as soon as we get off this call. That's for real. That's for real. It really real. bothers yeah. me. Did you, did you guys really think that I thought that that Kendrick song was Ariana Grande? No. Song? No. Thanks. Thanks. I just needed to know that, I think. Hey. Dose, that's, that's how you get clicks. That's how you get clicks.